Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jan Roos. It is the end of the year, and as a little belated holiday present to you guys, I want to share the closest thing that I ever found to a hack in marketing. So one of the observations that I've made over the years is that when we've really looked into people's intake process, by and large, there is a much bigger gap in people not speaking to their prospects than saying the wrong things generally. And I'll say this specific to the qualification process. It is pretty easy to say the wrong thing in a consultation, as a matter of fact, but still relatively small compared to people not talking to people. And it's a very, very hard issue to see because generally you're not going to see the people you're not talking to especially if you're in the situation where you have somebody else in the firm setting up these calls for you. So types of things that will fit onto this list. We're talking about stuff like missed calls, chat leads, form fills, Facebook Messenger, SMS, referrals even that are coming to your inbox, right? All of these things, the common denominator is this is everything outside of an inbound call, which is almost always tracked and people generally tend to do a pretty good job with. But If you don't see these, you might not realize that for every person that is winding up on your calendar, there could be three or four languishing in an inbox. And again, people aren't going to go out of their way. Your staff isn't going to go out of their way to tell you that these people exist, right? It's not, there's no upside to that, right? So one of the studies that I've referenced on this podcast before, I've actually referenced in both of my books at this point, it's one of my favorite pieces of research that's ever been done by Wharton was the Wharton Lead Management Response Study. And they took a huge database of people that were getting responded to from basically white paper. Then the study was conducted back in um, basically around 2010, if I'm not mistaken, but um, fantastic study. I reference it all the time. So they measure what the likelihood of getting somebody on the phone and what's the likelihood of getting somebody actually qualified went to as time ended up going on. And, and we're, they're specifically managing the time it took to respond to these folks. So the crazy thing is that if you will go from a five-minute response time to 30 minutes, your chance of contact has a 100 times decrease, which I'm translating as a 99% chance decrease of ever getting that person on the phone. That's just going from five minutes to 30 minutes. And the reason for that is because the only time you can really guarantee that somebody is ready and considering your services is when they're filling out the damn thing. One of the huge ways that, again, getting a little off track into the scripting, hey, I saw you opted in for our, you know, divorce game plan guide. Does that ring a bell? That question is a no-brainer yes after five minutes. It's getting a little murky as time goes on. And again, you know, especially if you're advertising on stuff like social media or random SEO traffic throughout the day, throughout the evening sometimes, people could have completely forgotten what rabbit hole their mind was going down even an hour ago, right? Or you know, it's time to pick the kids up from school or they're back to work or they're off their lunch break or whatever, right? So it's pretty shocking. And if you guys look at the stats for the legal field, the average response rate, according to the Clio Trends report in 2019, is 72 hours, 72 hours, right? 
And that basically nullifies the chance of ever getting these people on the phone. And more often than not, there's not visibility into this. But when there is visibility into this, uh, oftentimes, you know, you guys, oh, God, these are bad leads, right? But anyway, huge thing might not be news to you. But um, the real difference is that a lot of people know this. A lot of people don't actually implement it, right? And then just kind of as our own journey of what we've done both internally uh, in our call center for estate planning clients and for stuff that we've recommended to our clients across all practice areas. We used to say a day, uh, we move it down to an hour and, and, you know, we are now recommending five minutes, 10 minutes max. And it's been absolutely game changing in terms of getting people on the phone. Our, our contact rates generally somewhere between 50 and 80%. But again, here's the issue. You're not seeing these leads in the first place. And most of the people, if they're going anywhere, they're going to email. And sometimes you can go hours before you're checking your email. So we kind of have this situation where it's, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? If a lead is somewhere in the middle of your inbox or it doesn't make it to your inbox ever, is it ever going to get contacted? I can tell you the answer is no. And you're not going to be making money from any of those people, right? So two-part solution to it. And this is the hack. This is the super quick part. So the first thing is that you need to get these leads to go somewhere more visible. This is something you should be able to set up in your CRM. Again, if you don't have the ability to set this up in your CRM, get a better, better CRM. The two options that I like to recommend, if you have a shared team, I like using a Slack channel. That's what we personally do and allows us to get people that are international to be able to address these. If you're local, I think SMS is even better. The one caveat to that is you need to figure out what to do for 3 a.m. form fills. Some options for that would be either gating when messages are going to go out for notifications or potentially turning your audio notifications off. But again, I don't think anyone... Any of the rules that we recommend in five-minute contact time does not apply later than outside of business hours, right? So don't feel obligated to get those. But basically, you need to make sure that when a lead comes in again, this also means that your CRM has to know when a lead's coming in. But if you have the ability to get notifications set up to either an SMS or a Slack channel or something instant that people are monitoring constantly, that's step one. Step two is using what we learned in the last podcast we did to actually verify this activity is being done. So two different ways that we can do this. One, uh, if you're using a channel like Slack, this is just actually how we do it at Case Heal. So we have different emojis for what happens. So if you have a if you have a call that ends up resulting in an appointment set, you put a dollar sign. If you have a call that was made in five minutes but didn't result in the set, that is going to be a check mark. And if we miss a call, that's going to be X mark. So we're able to kind of have that self-reported by the team members that are using this. And then, of course, we're going to independently verify that. So in our CRM, for example, we can see when the lead was created, when it got piped in. That's when the notification went out because we set out the notifications. And then we can literally see when it was called, texted, emailed, whatever, because that action is all tracked in the CRM. So this is another application of this. But basically, if you don't get those two things implemented, you can talk about the lead response study with your staff. You can talk about and Zoom smart at your next bar meeting or to your spouse when you're talking about how big of a year you're going to have. But this is infotainment until you actually, the rubber meets the road on this stuff, right? And you better believe that anyone that's doing serious money is paying serious attention to this stuff. You know, not an interview I conducted, but I've heard a lot of different reviews with higher ups at Morgan and Morgan. Their follow-up strategy is legendary on this stuff. They'll follow up three ways on three different channels within the first 24 hours. And I haven't heard specifics on the first time of the call, but I guarantee it's going to be really, really quick. And what this gets you at the end of the day is the ability to squeeze the juice out of any marketing effort, right? If you're going from a 1% contact rate to a 50% contact rate, that is literally turning lead into gold or lead into something that actually is something that you can close. 
So that, again, there's not everyone's going to want to place an inbound call, especially as times go. There's different behavior across generations, but you're getting a lot of people that want to do a chat. You're getting a lot of people that want to send an SMS. You're getting a lot of people that are going to want to shoot an email, God forbid, right? But when you end up mastering this, not only are you going to get more out of the existing marketing that you're doing, but it actually opens up an entire new world. People talk about stuff like Facebook leads like they're junk because they're not talking to people. When you get these things to work, it costs sometimes 5 or $10 to generate these leads. That's going to cost $500 on Google. The difference in getting that person on the phone is what I just told you. That's it. If you can get somebody to call out in five minutes, you can get somebody on the phone. You're saving a crazy amount. And you know, just to think about it from a different way, these are not people that's on your competition's radar. If you can get these people, it is a completely unspoiled fishing hole that you can go out and make tons of money out. So I think it really does level the playing field. And I think this is an informational advantage that you can use at the moment. I don't think it's going to last forever. I think if we look out, you know, legal is pretty weird for not knowing this stuff. If you look at some of the more developed competitive industries, stuff like, you know, insurance sales, roofing, solar, uh, these guys are ninjas compared to your average law firm. And I think that's generally, I can't see it going in the other direction because the people who are going to implement this stuff are going to end up taking over their markets. So basically, the earlier you get in on getting this stuff set up, the better off you're going to be. And honestly, this might seem a little bit onerous if you don't have a CRM, but there's very, very easy and non-expensive such solutions to get this stuff set up. But I definitely recommend, you know, this is a five-minute setup when you guys know how to do it, guys. And it's something that you have to do one time, you know, maybe change it when you get a new staff member or whatever. But if you get this set up between now and the end of the, the new year, you're going to have a huge 2024. So anyways, that's it, guys. Think about that. I hope this is uh, fun. If you guys like these technical hacks, let us know. But I'll see you guys next year on Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.